sometimes rain A lot of heartache and pain But you'll get through it all Yeah Just give him praise Magnify his name As you go through it all Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you for this Lord's Day. Thank you for your faithfulness, your goodness, your mercy, your grace. Thank you for the privilege of worship. We pray that you would move by your spirit, convict, convince, if need be convert. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, amen. Church, amen again. Church, amen one more time. Through it all, through it all, hallelujah. We greet you in the miraculous name, which is above every name, and that is the name of the Lord Jesus. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning in the ending. This morning, I want to turn your attention, attention to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. We thank God for all of you for our illustrious choir, Ministry of Music, to our great members and to our loving mother in the faith, Mom. Happy birthday. We love you. 94 years, my God. Mm. Romans chapter 8 and verse 37 says, Nay, no, no way, no chance, 
nothing. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Evil cannot extinguish our expectations or unblockable blessings. Believers in Jesus Christ are continuously confronted with conflict and commitments which leads to persecution. Satan strategically attacks us, making us feel emotionally empty, spiritually suffocated, and reducing us to mental misfits. However, in the midst of all of this hostility in hell, this fatigue, our fractures, our fight, our failures, God objects to our opposition and says no. No way, nothing, not a chance. And reassures us of our victory. If you are struggling with depression this morning, it is probably caused by one of three things. Either you are haunted by something from your past, or you are worried and anxious about something in the future, or you are just depressed about the present. And Romans chapter 8 has a solution for all three. There is now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. So if you're struggling with your past, your past, if you're saved, has been forgiven. If you're struggling with the future, verses 38-39 says that nothing can separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. So we are fully secure. And if you came to church this morning and are struggling with the present, verse 28 says, and we know that right now, this morning, all things are working together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Living this life can be a roller coaster. We go from the mountaintop to the valley. And we must learn to take the mountaintop thinking into the valley. That the mountaintop is the exception, but the valley is the rule. Do I have a witness? It's no, it's no good to get on the mountain and see all the glory 
and splendor of God and the joy and the praise and the energies. And then when you get in the valley, you forget it all. We, we got to learn to get in the valley and say, I will bless the Lord at all times. Those troublesome times when the marriage is on the rocks, the children are away with, the money is funny, the health is failing. When you can get in the valley and say, I believe God weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. When you start pulling back up the promises. That he that had begun a good work in you will keep on doing it to the day of Jesus Christ. You got to know that you know that you know that you know. You can't make it in this life on a feeling. You got to walk by faith. You got to know deep down inside that God said, I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you. Can I get a witness? You got to know that when you go through the valley, when you're in, amen, around predators, when you're being chased, when you, when you don't feel good, when you want to give up, when you want to give out, when you want to give in, when you, when you, when you, when you feel like, uh, stop living, you, you got to know that God said, can I get a witness? No man shall pluck them out of my hand. You, you gotta, you, you gotta pull up your security. You gotta, you, you gotta know what's in your bank account. Can I get a witness? I heard Paul say in Colossians 2.7, As you have received Christ Jesus, so walk ye in him. You, you received him by faith, walk by faith. You can't walk by your feelings. You can't get down every time things go wrong. You, you got to put on that helmet of salvation. You got you to walk like you know what's going to happen. You, you, you got to energize yourself. And I heard the Bible say, and Paul, listen, the Bible says that he encouraged himself in the Lord. Don't wait on the pastor, the preacher, the teacher. Don't wait on your family. You, you got to get along with God and you got to speak to yourself. You got to talk to yourself. You, you got to preach to yourself. You got to teach to yourself. Can I get a witness? You, you got to come away knowing that I am more than a conqueror through him who loved us. You got to look at that devil and say, take your best shot. Can I get a witness? Because I'm a child of the king. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a holy nation. I'm a peculiar people. I was born twice, but I'm only going to die once. Can I get a witness? For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Too many of us are living on the cuff of our feelings. And we think now that we saved, nothing should go wrong. Spiritually, everything should go wrong. Now that you save and that Satan can't have your hell, Satan can't have your soul, Satan can't send you to hell, Satan can't devour you, now everything ought to go wrong. Can I get a witness? But I just dare you, I dare you, I double dare you, I triple dare you, I triple dare you to start pulling that word up. Thy word is like a lamp unto my feet. It's like a light unto my path. Thy, thy word, Lord, have mercy. Can I get a witness? It's power on the inside. Thank you, Jesus. Paul closes this splendid chapter about the security of the believer. And, 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 and what Paul does to the believer in Jesus Christ, those that are saved, born again, blood washed, blood bought, the apostle Paul 
ends this chapter with a crescendo of questions and qualifiers in poetic form. Mm, he asks questions that need no answer. But he answers them anyway. Can I get a witness? He talks to himself through experiences and exposures and exposition. And, 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 and child of God is here that in, in the book of Romans from chapter 6 to 8, just, just giving you some information, there are six laws from chapter 6 to 8. And when a born-again believer gets saved, only one law takes out the other five. In chapter 6, there's the law of marriage, which is longevity unto death. There's the law of sin and death. There's the law of Moses. There's the law of the flesh. There's the law of the mind. Lord, have mercy. But he talks about the law of the spirit which enables and empowers us to live for God. And it makes us justified in God's sight. So once we get saved, we are now under the law of the Spirit, which assures us the victory. Just because the Holy Ghost lives inside of you, you got the victory. He is a down payment. Can I get a witness? He is the earnest, Lord have mercy. He's the down payment of God that you got to see God. Can I get a witness? He's the one that empowers us. He's the one that gives us understanding of exposition. He's the one that enables us. Can I get a witness? He's the one, amen, that helps us through. He's the paraclete. Can I, he's the paracletos. He's the paraclete who walks beside us. He comforts us. He strengthens us. When we get ready to give up, he pulls us up. He's a tow truck from heaven. Can I get a witness? He pulls us in. He sends out the net. Can I get a witness? And, 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 it's, and it's here in this context that Paul addresses three things that I'm going to deal with today. Contextually, he deals with the grace of our protection, the goodness of our promotion, and the glory of our power. I want you to see this, and, and, and we'll look at this exposition you know, expositionally, that the book of Romans, real quick, and I need to say this, said it before, that the book of Romans is for lawyers. Yale and Harvard, back in the 16th, 1700s, were law schools. And they were Christian schools who were for lawyers. They taught law. And one of the curriculums to get your law degree was to pass the book of Romans. Because it lays out a case. Chapter 1, all Gentiles are going to hell. Chapter 2, amen, uh, all Jews are going to hell that don't know Christ. Chapter 3, everybody's going to hell for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. In case I miss somebody. Can I get a witness? Chapter 4 is about justification. Chapter 5 is about sanctification. Chapter 6 Amen. It's still about sanctification. Chapter 7 is about this dual nature. Although I'm saved, these other laws start entering to the equation. Although I know the Ten Commandments, the law of Moses, I still have the law of my flesh, the law of my mind, the law of sin and death, and I'm bound. I, amen. With my mind, I serve the law of God. In my flesh, the law of sin. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of his death? And then Paul goes on to say, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through Christ Jesus. 
So chapter 8 is the glorification of the believer. Can I get, it's the good news, it's the contract, it's the covenant, it's, what, it's, it's, it's everything you need to know, amen, that where you and I will end up at the end, we're going to end up in victory. Can I get a witness? That, 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 that when we begin to look at this eighth chapter, and I want you to see this, that Paul in verse 37 says, no, nay, nothing, not a chance, not a, no in all these things. Now, the question, what things? Paul first says, nothing can prevent our protection from God's grace. The context is grace. Grace is love we don't deserve. And in this love we don't deserve, the answer to the first three questions, verse 31, 33, and 34, all of them have questions, he gives qualifiers. Here's the question. When you go from 37, he talks about no, in all these things, we are super conquerors through him, that's Jesus, that loved us. Now he's going to qualify the question. Go back up to verse 31. What shall we then, the word then means we have to go back. What shall we then, first question, say to these what? Things. Well, before we enter into the context of the immediate, we got to go back. And what Paul begins to do is say that verse 20 of chapter 8, that the God moves us from hostility to hope. Let me, let me, let me, let me stop. Part of the package of grace, God takes all the hostility against us and, yeah, he remakes it into hope. The believer is never without hope. Can I get a witness? And tribulation, chapter 5 of Romans, brings patience, perseverance, and perseverance brings experience. We have to go through some experiences before we can boast about hope. It's the mountain and valley of our experiences that typically depress us. Can I get a witness? He, he says, not only do, does the Spirit move us from hostility to hope, but verse 22, God groans and prays for his people. Amen. And what does that mean? There are three groans in the chapter. Creation is groaning ecologically because the rivers are polluted, the waters are messed up, the air quality is not good. And creation is groaning for redemption. Secondly, we groan. We groan. I don't know about you, but I groan. I groan trying to live this life. I groan trying to be yielded. I groan over my problem. It is a quiet groaning that only the spirit can hear. Are you getting this? 
But third, the third groan in the text is the spirit groans. He intercedes, he prays for us in our groaning with his groanings. Amen. With a language that's, un, un, that's not understandable to us. He groans to God on our behalf. Can I get a witness? Grace says, I will make hostility hope. I will pray and groan in God's will on your behalf. And then verse 28 says, and God begins to orchestrate in his providence every event, all things, all suffering, all temptation, all sin, and accomplish both temporal and eternal objectives. And we know that all things are working together for the good. That's not for you to understand. That's for you to accept. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and then, verse 29, God predestinated, marked out beforehand, our destiny in Christ, we are called, justified, and glorified. All that comes under grace. So God says, Satan, take your best shot. The answer is no, no way, not a chance. Because of my grace, and the church needs to know more about grace. See, grace is love we don't deserve. Can I get a witness? Grace will humble you, won't it? See, grace keeps reminding you, but for the grace of God, there goes I. Every time, and see, when you know you're living under grace, you can't talk about people, you can't put down people, you can't be self-righteous about people, because you understand what grace did for you. Can I get a witness? Grace, grace, grace came alongside of me. Grace forgave me. Grace saved me. Grace justified me. Grace, hey, come on, can I get a witness? That, that child of God, because of grace, we are protected. Look at verse 32. Go to, go to verse 32. Are you with me? The first thing in 31, he says, what shall we say then to these things? 31, if, and the word if in the Greek always means since. Since God is for us. You say, well, wait a minute, aren't you up there changing words? No, because in Matthew chapter 4, when the devil came to Jesus, he said, if you are, since you are the son of God, make these stones bread. Can I get a witness? Since you and I are, belong to God, here's the question, who can be against us? The first thing that he's dealing with is a believer's enemies, verse 31. You don't need to worry about your enemies. Keep your eyes on your friends. That came from my mother. <laughs> Why? Because no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. Amen. Your friends can't hurt you. Your enemies can't hurt you. Uh, Satan can't hurt you. He can't put you in hell. Can't take your soul. Your enemies can't do anything to interfere with your future. Whatever God's got for you, you getting. Oh, I'm preaching up in this place. People want you to think something can stand in the way. Nothing can stand in the way. Since God is for us. Who? 
who can be against us? I told you a story some time ago about a bully. Boy was going to school and a bully always took his money and hit him and whatnot. He came home. He had an older brother, a big brother. He was big too. He said, brother, this boy keeps picking on me. And he said, well, I'll tell you what you do. You go to that bully's house, knock on the door, stand there outside and tell the bully, I'm not taking no more. This is it. So the little boy said, I can't do that. He'll beat me. I said, just go do it. Little boy went to the bully's house, knocked on the door, stood on the step and said, he said, what you want? He said, I'm not taking any more from you. That's it. And the, and the bully said, what? And the bully looked at the boy real hard. And the bully looked at him and just walked back and shut the door. The little boy ran home and said to his brother, he said, I don't understand it. All I did was stand on the step and say, you're not doing this anymore. And the bully looked like he was shaking. He went back in and shut the door. He asked his brother, what do you think happened? His brother said, I know what happened. While you were talking to the bully, I was in the street behind you. And the bully looked beyond you and saw me. So he went back in the house. We got a big brother called Jesus. And every time the devil looks at you, the devil sees Jesus. And no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper if God be for us. Then who can be against us? We got a big brother, don't we? He a bad boy, isn't he? He can walk on water. He can steal storms. He can feed the hungry. And he's got all power in his hands. He deals with a believer's enemies, but then verse 32, he deals with a believer's excellence. Look what he says. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. Because Jesus died for me, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Verse 33 deals with election. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Now, I'm messed up, got a lot of issues in a lot of areas. Don't say amen. But the one thing I do not suffer from is guilt of the past. Y'all ain't getting this done. But all the dirt I did, all the partying, all the drinking, and all the, you know, whatever else you never know about. You know why I don't have no guilt from the past? Because all of my sins were forgiven. Atonement was made. They were covered. God threw them as far as the east as the west where they'd never come back. And he put up a sign, no fishing. You, you can't fish out my stuff because my stuff is under the blood. Can I get a witness? So he says, if God forgave me, who are you to stand up and bring my stuff back up? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, start no stuff. There'll be no stuff. I'm preaching now, Doc. You know why? Because some of y'all came in here this morning, you're still haunted from the past. You need to put that past away. Isn't that right? 
You need to forget those things that are behind and start reaching and start pressing to those things that are before you. He deals with believers, enemies, excellence, election, exalted position, verse 34. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died and rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God making intercession. God says every time this poor boy sins, I'm praying for him. I'm in intercessory prayer for him. Can I get a witness? Are you praying with me? So grace says that no, no way, not a chance, amen, that Nothing can prevent my protection. And therefore, I am more than a conqueror. I'm a super conqueror to him that loved us. Look at the second thing I want to bring to your attention real quickly. Secondly, nothing can prevent our promotion because of God's goodness. Look at verse 35. Are you, are you, are you in this thing with me? Yeah. Now, notice the play on words. Don't, look, look. Interrogatives in English are who, what, where, when, and how. You need to follow those five words. They begin to give you clarity in Scripture. Just like the eight parts of speech, you know. When we dealt with that noun, pronoun, Verb, adverb, preposition, conjunction, interjection, you know, you, you know, that when you understand that a noun describes a person, place, thing, and, 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 and it, it gives meaning to that, and, and a verb is action, and an adverb, what manner is done in, and the preposition is directional, from, to, up, down, you know, remember that? Amen, conjunction is the buts and the ands, isn't that right? When, when we start picking up on the eight parts of speech and the interrogatives, Scripture jumps at us. Are you getting me? <sighs> it's here, listen to Pastor, that he says, now watch this now, in verse 35, who shall, not what, what was in verse 31, what uh, deals a man with experiences, but who deals with Amen. Persons, powers, or precepts. He says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Now, now, what, what, what I did for the purpose of this sermon was to go into the Greek on every word and give definition in the original language. The word tribulations, he says, shall tribulation, which is thalipsis, it means affliction, adversity, or suffering. Now stop. Can affliction, adversity, or suffering take me out and separate me from God's love? The answer is no, no way, not a chance. Okay. So whatever you and I go through, it is still in God's jurisdiction of blessing you. Can I get a witness? You're not getting this. All the nights you cried, all the times you moaned, all the times you felt down and depressed. God says, none of that enters into my end equation. Can I get a witness? I'm only allowing it for you to learn grace. I'm only allowing it for you to learn my goodness. 
I'm only allowing the experiences for you to grow. Can I get a witness? He not only says tribulation, but he says distress, uh, which means anguish or being, listen to this one, hemmed in. Have you ever felt hemmed in? I have. I can't get out. I'm trapped. God says, even when you feel trapped, I'm going to give you the victory. Persecution. Daeko, uh, which means to, to take flight. To, to fly away, to drive something, to be chased. Have you ever felt chased? I have. Sometimes my own stuff chases me. Can I get a witness? How many of y'all know your own stuff starts chasing you? <laughs> Amen. You don't need to worry about the past. There's no condemnation. You don't need to worry about the future. There's no separation. Look what he says. He says... Famine, limos, hunger, nakedness, gumas, unclothed, peril. It deals with danger. Sword deals with violence. Look at the list. 35. Metaphorically, look at the list. I have felt so much affliction and adversity and suffering. I didn't know if I was going to make it next Sunday. God says, no. No way, not a chance. It doesn't enter into my equation. Yeah. Look what Paul says in verse 36. As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. But look what his summation is. No, no way. No chance, nada, for we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Let me, let me, let me stop, pause, and park. You mean God, it doesn't matter to you? What happens? He says, not in the sense that it dictates my love, my grace, my goodness for you. Did you get that? Well, what about me failing in my faith? That doesn't equate. Because when you deny yourself, you don't deny me. When I get weak and fall, that doesn't enter in. That's under the blood. Amen. What about when I get frustrated in my carnality and decide that I'm going to go another way temporarily? Uh, he says, that does not impact my end result. Yeah. <laughs> you see, here's what God is saying. You nor Satan has anything to do with what Christ already did. Lord have mercy. Can I get a witness? What 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 the writer is saying is regardless of the experiences and the exposures, you're secure. You're eternally secure. 
Can I get a witness? This is a great message for the church. Can I get a witness? Because you got denominations out there teaching that you take one step, God will take two. That's a lie. God ain't say that. Benjamin Franklin said that. There ain't nowhere in the Bible. The Bible says before you call, I'll answer. The Bible says, <laughs> yeah, that I will, amen, place you on eagles' wings. Can I get a witness? When you can't fly on your own, I'll fly you. When you can't walk on your own, I'll walk with you. When you can't see yourself through to the next day, I'll take you through. I'm so glad I got a, I got a God that's able to keep me from falling. I'm, I'm so glad that I got a Holy Spirit as the paraclete, my tow truck to keep me going when I want to give up. I'm so glad that the victory is mine because of what he did at the cross. Can I get, and not what I do at the crossroads. I'm so glad that God has got all power in his hands that he can tell that no good, dirty devil, take your best shot. And before you take your best shot, I'm going to determine him coming out. Can I get a, just go home and read the book of Job. Before you take your best shot, I'm going to determine his victory. Before you take your best shot, I got his back. Before you take your best shot, I'm going to be the one to bless him. Before you take your best shot, I'm going to be the one to exalt him. I'm going to be the one to protect him. I'm going to be the one to promote him. I'm going to be the one to take care of him. Why? Because it's part of my covenant. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. So, Lord, what is it I can do to keep you from loving me? Nothing. Now, wait a minute. Let me show you the difference between our marriage as the church to Christ and your marriage. What is it that I can do to keep you from loving me? God says, nothing. Don't answer your part. You miss one bill, you miss one birthday, you miss one Christmas, you miss one anniversary. Are y'all praying with me? Isn't our God awesome? God does not put on us the weight ah, to win his love. We can't win it anyway, it's free. Isn't it free? Hey, 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 man, and, and, and see, the, the Bible says, now listen to this, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. No, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. See, and, and Paul gets into these superlatives in theology, and, 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 and his, listen, his deductive reasoning is this, if God died while you were yet a sinner, what in the world is he going to do now that you're saved? What, what in the world? Oh, y'all ain't getting this. When you was out there, if God says, I love you, I die for you. If he died while we were still getting high, if he died while we were partying, if he died while we were on our way to hell, what in the world is he going to do now that we saved? Oh, he's going to... He's going to hook us up, isn't he? 
I thank, thank you, Jesus. He's going to bless us. He's going to promote us. He's going to protect us. He's going to give all that we are not able to give him. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. See, that's why I stay, amen, try to stay diligent to work. That's why I labor in the Lord. You know why? Because, see, I understand this word. He said, I have not forgotten your labor of love that you have shown to my name. Can I get a witness? Now, now, now in the context, he's not talking about what I'm going to get in heaven. He's talking about what I'm going to get right here on earth. I have not forgotten that you've been faithful in tithes. And I have not forgotten that you've been faithful in service. I have not forgotten that you've been faithful through, amen, all the interference. I, I, I don't forget that stuff. And I can tell you right now, because I'm working everything out for your good and my glory, because I'm tampering with all this stuff, because I got your protection and your promotion, because I got your future and your past, because I hold your present, you don't need to worry about a thing. Just keep on doing what you've been doing. Keep on keeping on. Payday is coming! Can I get a witness? Check it out. Very logical argument. Look at the final thing in verse 37. Nothing can prevent our power because of God's glory. Look at, look at this. And the tests of our exposures, our enemies, our experiences. Look what he says beginning in verse 37. Nay, in all these things. By way of observation, how many times have he talked about all these things? <sighs> Count the word thing from verse 31 to 37. It's interesting. In all these things. We are more than conquerors. Through him that loved us. Now here it is. For I am persuaded. Has it ever dawned on you who gives us the power of persuasion? I know you want to take the credit. Amen. Oh, I, oh, my theology is right. I, I know about the security of the believer. Excuse me. Persuasion don't come from you. Persuasion of his promises comes from him. The only reason I'm persuaded in Christ is because he has needled persuasion in my heart through my exposures and my experiences. Because outside of Christ, I ain't persuaded by nothing. Can I get a witness? He says, for I am persuaded, now here it is, look at this list, that neither death, separation from self, separation, amen, and in the context, he's talking about all kind of death. Dying cannot separate me nor deny his power. Now let me stop Paul's part because I did it this morning. I'm starting to be critical about funerals. A funeral is when somebody dies and you know they're going to hell or you don't know where they're at. And all you can do is grieve over casket. Put them in the ground and hope that they found something before they died. That's a funeral. 
But we who are saved, we have homegoings. Can I get a witness? And I'm tired of these preachers preaching to the person in the casket. They can't hear you. You know the person in the casket is dead, right? The reason they're dead is because you can take Johnny Walker Red, Johnny Walker Black, old granddad, amen, if they like to drink, open the bottle and put it past their nose, they don't move. They dead. Or get a whiff of what you used to smoke, they dead. You cannot preach that person into glory. Once the breath leaves their body, they're, 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 they're in heaven or hell. No soul sleep, not in between. Can I get a witness? No purgatory. Somebody need to preach this stuff. But when we have a home going, thank you, Jesus. We know that when this awful house dissolves this tent. I like Paul, 2 Timothy 4. When Paul found out that it was going, Nero was going to chop his head off, Paul got up in the in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the in the jail cell and the soldiers came for him. They said, you know Nero asked for your head. And Paul says, he said, the time of my departure has come. In other words, I'm out of options down here. It's time to get out of here. Can I get a witness? And the word, the word departure in the Greek, can I, can I spend this minute? The word departure in the Greek means to take down your tent. Camping, the camping trip is over. Can I get a witness? It means to fly away like a bird. A bird that was caged in this flesh. Oh, I'm preaching. It means to take your anchor and wind it into the boat because you can race sail away. Paul said the time of my departure has come. To be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. What is the speed limit to heaven? A twinkling of an eye. That's quicker than a blink. Can I get a witness? The moment the, the breath leaves your body, if you say it, uh, uh, in fact, it's in the same tense, to be absent is to be present. So there is no time between the two. Can I preach to you this morning? To be absent, the moment you die, is to be present. There, there, you, you, you ain't waiting on no chariot to go to heaven like Elijah. You're not waiting on no whirlwind. You're not waiting on all. To be is to be. Can I get a witness? The minute you die, you in glory. Can I get a And once you walk in the glory, once you see Jesus in all of his splendor, once you see your mother, your grandmother, your grandfather, all your relatives that were saved in heaven, once you see the redeemed, uh, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Paul, Peter, once you get a glimpse of the angels flying in and out, saying, holy, 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 Lord God almighty, once you see the principalities, the powers, the four living creatures standing there, Gabriel and Michael standing there, when you see zillions of angels, all they do day and night is say, Holy, thou art worthy, O Lamb of God. If there was an escalator coming back to earth, nobody be on it. Can I get a witness? So a home going is a celebration. Can I get a witness? That we're going to see Jesus. Hallelujah. Death. 
No life. No angels. Fallen. Or elected. That, that, let, me, let me stop. I'm, I'm getting ready quick. That, that, that means he's dealing with this matter of supra-intelligent beings. He's dealing with strengths beyond humanity. He's saying death, if death could have hold you, held you, you, you remember death thought it had Jairus' daughter. Death, death, death had Jairus' daughter and Jesus made him let her go. Death, death thought he had Lazarus. He had him for four days and Jesus made death, made him let it go. Can I get a witness? Spiritually, death had you and me. But Jesus made him let it go. Can I get a witness? Child of, child, 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 child of God, if something in this list who has power could have held you away from the persuasion of his love, uh, God says, no, no chance, not a chance, not even angels, not principalities, not powers. That means miracles, not things present, things to come, height, depth. And, and Paul says, in case I left something in the university out, not any other creature... Can I get a witness? The creature from the Black Lagoon, uh, um, the mummy, Frankenstein, Wolfman, Dracula, uh, 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 Freddy, Cougar. Can I get a witness? Uh, uh, predator. He says, and any other creature cannot separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. Amen. Because the cross is the payment plan to purchase the pitiful. Can I say that again? The cross of Jesus Christ is the payment plan to purchase the pitiful. He's helping you because you can't help yourself. The crown on the captain's head means that he's king of kings and lord of all lords. That means of all the kings that ever live, he is the king. And he is the lord. Can I get a witness? He's the covenant of our charge. Can I get a witness? So God says, no, no way, no chance, nada, nothing can separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's great news. That means evil cannot extinguish my expectation. That means nothing can block my blessing. Do I have a witness up in the house? That means you can shoot at me, but the bullets will never find me. That means you can throw at me, but the stuff will never hit me. That means you can wish me harm, but nothing will ever take place. Because I am, I am, I am a child of the king. Can I get a witness? I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a holy nation. I'm a peculiar people. Can I get a witness? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord raise up a standard against him. Can I get a witness? You got to know that you know that you know that you know. You got to look in that mirror and say, nothing can hurt me. Nothing can harm me. Nothing can hell bound me. I'm secure in Christ because of his grace, because of his goodness, and because of his glory. Can I get a witness? Child of God, if saints of God knew who they was, they would make the devil back up. But because you think 
because you were just like them ten spies. We were in our own sight, like grasshoppers. Can I get a witness? Because you don't know you got a big brother. Because your protection and your promotion and your provisions has never been predicated on your goodness. But they've been predicated on who he is. Can I get a witness? Because he died for all your sins and he took it out of the grave. Can I get a witness? He took down the handwriting that was against you. Can I get a witness? He died on the cross. So you and I would have a right to the tree of life. Jesus died so that I could have my name written in the Lamb's book of life. He died so I could be a super conqueror. Can I get a witness? No obligation. No condemnation. No frustration. No defeat. He died. I said he died. Then he died. He died. They hung him high. He died. Then he died. He died. Till the sun stopped shining. He died. Till the earth stopped reeling and rocking. He died. To a Roman centurion said, surely, 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 this is the son of God. They put him in the grave. But uh, conquerors. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm coming out of this. Neighbor, I have the victory. Neighbor, everything gonna be all right. See ya. See ya. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 rejoice, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, Jesus has done it again. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, if you need to be saved, just raise your hand. Jesus wants to save you this morning. Is there one? Just raise your hand. I want to give my life to Christ. He wants to save you. You'll be fully secure in him. Is there one? Or perhaps you want to join the church for your Christian experience. Is there one? We'd love to have you. Is there one? Is there one? Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. 
your grace, your goodness, and your glory, your protection, your promotion, and oh God, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for all things. And now, God, as we transition to our Lord's Supper, you said on the night you was betrayed, you took bread, you broke it, which is symbolic of your body. You said, as often as you do this, you memorialize me. And we want to memorialize what you did for us on the cross, your death, burial, and resurrection. And then you took wine and passed it and said, drink this, the covenant of the New Testament. Drink all of it. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. So God, symbolically, we endear this. And those who are not saved, do not partake. You'll be eating and drinking more damnation to your soul. We forgive us for our sins, sanctify us, and help us as we partake to discern the body and blood of Jesus. In his name we pray, amen. amen. You may be seated. Please reach down to the baskets, grab the wafer. Shh, do it quietly, this is still worship. If you need help, raise your hand. Our deacons are available. Pull a wafer out and just hold it in your hand. A wafer is symbolic of his body that was sacrificed on the cross for you. And the grape juice, his blood that was shed for you. Hebrews 9.22, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. As we reenact symbolically what was done 2,000 years ago, let's do it with discernment. As the wafer's in your hand, take the wafer, place it in your mouth, and think about his death, burial, and resurrection. Followed by the grape juice, which is symbolic of his blood, without the shedding of blood.